Can you tell me what you remember? 4400 is about 4400 different people from different eras of time who have vanished, snatched, snatched. In the drop of a hat, they were in one space and now they're in another. What is this? I don't know, but it won't stop. 4400 people fall from the sky. They have no idea how they got there. Nobody knows how. Nobody knows why. There are 4,400 people. From different time periods. From all different points in history. In Detroit. What what year is it? Um, it's, it's 2021. <laughs> Bro, Dude, where, are the cameras? where are the cameras? Are you serious? Yeah. So Reverend Johnston is actually from the 90s. The 70s. 1920. 1950s. From 2015. Something strange happened. You all have told me nothing about what I'm being accused of. We're trying to get to the truth. We are not sure what's going on with them. They could pose a threat. The truth is that I just want to go home. We are working as fast as we can to figure this out. She's been tasked to team up with Jarrell, this really empathetic social worker, to figure out who these people are and where they came from and, and, and what's going on with them. This is remarkable. For some reason, we're special. They're all developing different types of powers while constantly coming to terms with where the world is. This woman is a national security threat. Why us? Why now? This. There's something in it for everybody. The most diverse show on network TV today. I don't know what you thought, but I did not leave. You are my family. Full of black folks. We're not powerless. Taking down the system. <laughs> I think I might just like 2021. What's up, y'all? And welcome <laughs> back uh, for a episode 14 of CW's 4400. Uh, this yep. is the Carefree Black Nerd um, recap, uh, series recap. Uh, I'm your host, co-host, excuse me, Rain Coleman, and I have with me today, like I've had for the last 13 episodes, 13 <laughs> plus. <laughs> What's yep. up, Robert? What's going on, uh, everybody? <laughs> What's going on? We uh, <laughs> This is our first official, I know you've done with Black Lightning and other shows, uh-huh. but this is our first official season wrap up. Yeah. Uh, wrap up. I didn't say it like that. Wrap up. Wrap up <laughs> for a TV show. So yes, this is yes. a momentous occasion. Man, say uh, I am. I am happy to be here. Happy to do this. <laughs> um, especially with like a, what is it? A week or two weeks between the final yeah. episode has it been? So that's good. You know, I had some time to sit with it to come up with some mm-hmm. thoughts, reflect on how we felt. Uh, that yeah. being said, how are you feeling? Do you have any general takeaways, thoughts about the series as a whole? There, um, you know, this this seemed, this was a constant phrase that I would use, you know, for mm-hmm. the season. So I'm kind of, I'm middle of the road. I'm okay. middle of the road. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm uh, what a, what did, uh, it was Hawk, Hawk girl or Hawk woman. Mm-hmm called uh superman in justice league she said you always ride in the fence <laughs> you know never get on <laughs> once either side yeah and um so but with this that's that's kind of where i'm at there are things that you know as usual work for me or or didn't work um mm-hmm. so much to the point where i'm just kind of you know in between you know with with everything but i do want a second mm-hmm. season so right right okay and i think that's fair i think that's fair yeah. um it, especially when you're like it's one thing to get like a show that's a drama or a comedy, mm-hmm. but this is like a science fiction show. So there's so many yeah. added elements, not to say that drama and comedy are not worthwhile um, 
pieces of property, you know, hell, we got insecure. Just look at that. But yeah. I think when it comes to a show that is science fiction based and having that collective nerd like uh, critique already like ingrained in the mm -hmm. fact that it's science fiction, I think that that's fair to say this was middle of the road. Um, yeah. I think I feel the same about the season overall, but there are like certain characters, certain mm -hmm. scenes and certain episodes that like really stand out as being worth it for me. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I want a second season. I want to see what, what they can do or what mm -hmm. are their plans for this next season? What have you learned from the first? So uh, I'm excited. I hope CW announces something soon. I really need do. to do something because I'm I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, bruh, yeah, same. Yeah. I'm um, I'm excited, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, it's a good way yeah. to yeah, good way to uh, look at it <laughs> or mm -hmm. you know build that hope. Um, so we can you know uh, I I think there are various things that we wanted to highlight or mm -hmm. talk about. Um, what was what was first on your plate? Because I think we might have points that intersect. Okay. You know, okay. Or, or or totally different. You know. Hey, you never know. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what? We yeah, do what a, about you? We doing the five or just the kind of? Uh, we can um, we can do we can keep it general for now and then. Okay. Know, save save the five for last. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the five. Y'all heard about the yeah. X Men. So um, <laughs> generally, I like the concept um i think yeah. when you do a reboot or you do a spiritual reboot or whatever especially in this day and age it could get bogged down with the oh this is nostalgic this mm -hmm. show i feel like had a very um was already set up for success in the sense that it's based off of a show that however good was not received as well how am i gonna put this it didn't have the marvel machine behind it like, it mm -hmm. came around about a time where, like, Heroes was out. Um, other shows that were may have been similar, but there's source material, but you're able to alter this source material for this reboot because, on average, how many people honestly knew about the 4400 original series? Right. Um, so, yeah, so I think they were in a very unique position where you could take this a whole nother direction or interpret it as your own, Um Kind of like the Eternals, like not you know no shade against them, but like who really yeah. was like knees deep into I am an Eternal stand before <laughs> the movie came out to be like oh Icarus isn't like this. Well, <laughs> how many books in Icarus are you reading? You know, right? So yeah, I like that. I did like that part. I can yeah, and I can piggyback on that because we um, so back history to this podcast in general. Um, mm -hmm. Rain put out a call on Carefree Black Nerd, and it's actually that's the first time that I've heard a podcast actually put out a call for ideas for shows mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, if you want to come on and talk about it, because um, you would you possibly would open the floodgates for people to come through and say, I want to talk about some crazy.' Right? It's like, you, you remember that Sanford and Son episode? So it's just like you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I I appreciate you for doing that. Um, yes, so yes. me in this case, I didn't bring sliders to him, but I, you know, the, the most obscure, <laughs> one of the most obscure um, sci-fi shows ever, but I right. brought, you know, the 4400. So we've been doing a, uh, rewatch of the previous series, you know, for a couple mm -hmm. of years now as, as time allows. Um, yeah. so 
as far as any type of fandom that is associated with this, um, I don't know that there is like, it's a crazy amount of, because like you said, it came out around that time of when Heroes and Lost and um, mm-hmm. I was even reading about one that I used to watch. It isn't even sci-fi, but it was when television started to become like a premium watching experience. Like yeah. people started watching TV, like they would go to the movies and yes. whatever. So like I was reading about something like The Shield, you know, which was on FX, mm. which was mm-hmm. which is crazy. And then you have The Wire, Sopranos, Breaking yes. Bad and so forth. So it came out around that time, but it was, I think, dwarfed by heroes so yeah like you said with them deciding to do a reboot um it they have a lot of room to play around in because you don't have a lot of people saying like well i don't remember in season yeah. one or season two which mm-hmm. it did happen you know people who knew the previous series but it wasn't large enough like star wars or star trek where yeah. you, did, you know you could start fresh in a way mm-hmm. uh and i think that's something that we had wanted you know, being fans of the original series and enjoying it, there were things that, you know, they could change, you know, let's, let's yeah. get a fresh, a fresh look at. And, um, and I think they succeeded on, on a few fronts with that. So that, mm-hmm. um, as far as, you know, tossing in my two cents for, yeah. you know, for your point. Um, and I think they succeeded, you know, I, I think yeah. about something like, um, I keep going back to this Battlestar Galactica, you know, yeah. that was, Another one where it definitely Battlestar Galactica at the time it came out wasn't as big as like Star Wars, which was something that it was definitely trying to be. But when that mm-hmm. reboot came out, Lord, like it, it completely, <laughs> it completely flipped the script. So if you grew up watching the original one from the seventies and then yeah. you saw this new one, which was a bit more mm-hmm. darker, uh, yes. focus on themes of nine eleven, you know, torture, terrorism, just mm-hmm. a lot, and then religious faith. I think that this, you know, had the possibility of doing, uh, you know, as you know, with the original series and having some freedom. So, and I think they kind of leaned into that, which was good, you know, which I yeah. think, which I feel worked. Um, but there, um, the other thing on my part was, um, it kind of ties into this. We there was a focus on our issues or our experience, you know? So when I talk about, you know, POCs, you know, um, members of other, you know, what do you say, marginalized communities like LGBTQ Mm -hmm. plus, um, Mm -hmm. these were things that the original series only tangentially, you know, you know, focused on. And it was always Mm -hmm. through the example of Richard, which, you know, played by Mahershala Ali. So anytime that you found or you, race being tackled in that show it was only with him it was only with his experience but then we have then we have this larger story and you know and sometimes it was effective and other times it was kind of but then you had this larger story of and it's like the x-men you know the other you know but as much as we love the x-men um you keep pushing this story of the other or oppression and and this and that but your main cast at times for a while were blonde haired and blue eyed, you know? So it's just like, you're not reflecting and it's gotten better, you know, as far as with, with X-Men, you know, because, you know, years have progressed to a point where they're bringing on creators who are just like, okay, we can't keep speaking about civil rights, (laughs) not highlight, you know, the, you know, Mm -hmm. the experiences of, you know, black and Brown and Asian and just everybody. And uh, once again, members of other marginalized communities. So the fact that this stepped up, uh, and 
showing these marginalized community members of receiving these abilities for me was awesome. Like when we started seeing the press, you know, photos and stuff for the season, we were hyped. (laughs) You know, we were hyped. It was like, we got a trans brother from um, Harlem (laughs) Renaissance. Uh, We got um, the, the, you know, Claudette, you know, being, you know, Mm -hmm. a freedom rider, you know, what else? The Reverend, you know, from the 1990s with the box cut. Um, you know, um, and even, um, even, um, I'm forgetting the, uh, the young girl's name, the character's name, Mildred, 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 Mm -hmm. um, representing the, I am trying to think, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, yeah. Differently abled or probably different. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's it. Uh, Charges to our head, not our heart. If that's incorrect, listeners, please let us know. But charges to our head, not our heart. We we don't know for sure. Yeah. But, um, and, you know, some people might say, like, well, they were trying to do too much, but try something (laughs) because it's never been. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And and that's kind of where I, so the representation that um, I saw, I was very happy with. You know, so what, what about your thoughts? Um, I do want to piggyback off of what you just said, and I mm-hmm. do. I did hear that um, that the show was doing too much, but in, in the way I feel about it is, this is a black show on the CW. They mm-hmm. have to do as much as friggin' possible because it's clear that they could possibly not get a second season. So yeah, yeah it might seem like it's doing too much, but at, like a lot of black shows on these networks, everyone is not an Issa Rae. You know, everyone is not getting an insecure deal. And I'm not even mm-hmm. sure the specifics of that, but like this ain't HBO. Yeah. So to say that they're doing too much, I get it. And, you know, narratively, it may have been a lot, but you also got to keep in mind the behind the scenes thing. They just may not get a season two. We would yeah. love for them to, but there's a possibility that you won't. Look at how Black Lightning ended with its four seasons that kind of fell apart. Like yeah, four and a half, four and a piece, because there was clearly supposed to be a, another season. But um, <laughs> look, but so, but I'm 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 with you. I think um, you know, y'all relax on the show. Um, one of the things I truly enjoyed was Claudette. I'm gonna just yep. throw it out there. Mm-hmm. There are characters in shows that you gravitate to. There are characters who you like, you enjoy, you love. There are fan favorites, but. For whatever now, I'm a fan of all of the actors, of course, but it's no secret if you look through my Twitter feed, I am a stand for Claudette. Lady J- Oh yeah. my goodness. She killed it in a way that I don't think again, I'm I'm bigging her up, but I'm not, you know, tearing nobody else down. Claudette to me was perfect from start to finish. I enjoyed the acting. I enjoyed the styling, the hair, the clothing. Um, this uh, idea of seeing someone who is about my mother's age or generation from the past. Um, I know we mm-hmm. mentioned it in a previous episode, um, which I guess this can be part two of my thing. But this idea that when you get these science fiction futuristic, apocalyptic stories, you don't get but a black token character. And to get this time-traveling science fiction black story and and have our stories, meaning specifically her civil rights era story, being Mm -hmm. 
brought to 2021, 2022, and seeing how do you connect those threads um, where you never had to do that before. It could be, oh, my great-great-grandfather was a Viking and he came to New York in 1999. Hilarity ensues. But you don't get this black story if it's not like, oh, he was a slave and he got away and now he's in the future, you know, but so I, I really, really honed in on Claudette. I loved her story and I loved watching her every single episode. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> a shout out to uh, Soleil. We could say this. We've had a couple of um, of the actors following us on, uh, mm-hmm. well, following you on Twitter and, uh, you know, the Carefree <laughs> Black Nerd and then also interacting <laughs> with us on Instagram. So I think it's been TL Thompson, yes, yes. Uh, Lady J. Um, and I'm trying to remember the actor's name that played um, uh, um, Logan. Uh, Logan. Uh, Corey. Uh, Coco Jones. Corey Jones. There we go. Yeah, he was in there. He was in there. Hey, I'm, he, yeah. he, he got me on his side towards the end of the series. So I'm big ups to, big ups to Logan. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, thanks to them and then also I think the writers room you were interacting with them yes. on you know, yes. Twitter too. So oh, shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because like we can, you know, you can do these podcasts in a um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes <laughs> it feels like a bottomless cave and you just yelling. Mm-hmm. Um but yep. you know it was good to see you know like I said the people on the show but then also um people who have been listening and watching you know the mm-hmm. podcast. So we we appreciate everybody's support. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. Um, the other thing for me that's it was it was a standout was having so many black women at the forefront mm. of this mm. sci-fi led series, and yeah. we um, one of the things that and this has been over the past few years as far as like mainstream, um, mm-hmm. there's been a push for you know, diversity, you know, trying to, you know, have better representation when it comes across Mm -hmm. the board. Uh, But, you know, specifically because we're looking at a space of speculative fiction, you know, there are a few properties that uh, I've seen, you know, this happen, and especially with, you know, Black women women at the forefront. I I think about Regina King and Watchmen, uh, Mm -hmm. Journey Journey Smollett, yeah, and uh, Lovecraft Country, Sonequa Martin Green, because I'm a Trek head, and um, I pointed <laughs> the wrong way. Wait, hold on, this way, or I'm still pointing the wrong way. Um, and you Star Trek, Dis- Star Trek Discovery, and then I-, I was even thinking there was a show called Vagrant Queen, which was it had only ran, mm. it only ran for one season on Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. but um, Adrienne Ray, and that was based on another comic book series. So we're okay. seeing the representation happening. Um, but mm-hmm. this, this has been a while, and you mentioned this, that, you know, you, you will always be featured as like kind of token side characters, you know, supporting characters, but, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's usually black men. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, right, very, right, right, exactly. So it's very mm-hmm. rare. And I, I'll just be straight up with it. So it's very rare that you get a Sanaa Lathan, you know, at the, mm-hmm. you know, leading the charge in like aliens versus predator. You know, right, so, right. And, it, and it's and, and it's very unfortunate. So to see a show filled with so many black women mm-hmm. in different roles, mm-hmm. playing, you know, different experiences and, you mm-hmm. know, um, was awesome to see. 
you know, as far yeah. as the uh, the representation that we got. So I thought, once again, when we saw the cast members for this show, we were just like, we were hyped hey. because there were only two black folks on the original hey. series. And um, and considering what they did with Isabel, you know, it's just like, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. you know, you want, you just want to see yourself reflected in these um mm-hmm. In these shows, and 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 like I said, when you say no shade to the Reverend, and um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the Hayden. The Hayden um, mm-hmm. I was about to say Henry, um, Henry or whatever, but um, seeing <laughs> yeah. seeing these black women um, mm-hmm. at the forefront of the show was just very awesome to see, uh, and also even in the writers' room, you know, there was so much. Oh, absolutely! Like, the scenes. Um, they had so that, sweet love playing. Sweet Anita, like how you know, like. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think um that was something that that I was happy to see. And I and now we got shows like Naomi, you know, on, on the CW yeah. and mm-hmm. um and there are probably a bunch of other shows that you know slip in my mind, but um mm-hmm. I just want us to keep progressing, you know, within the speculative fiction space. Yeah. Um and I think because you know, you know, as far as drama and comedies. Um, mm-hmm. you, you just, you mentioned, um, Insecure, you know, it's, it's like one yeah. of the greatest TV shows I feel on HBO. Um, Come on. and then you have something like Abbott Elementary, which is, um, it mm-hmm. just, it's, we're, we're living yeah. in a really good time where mainstream and also independently, mm-hmm. and that's not even, yes. you know, counting in the, you know, on the independent front, all of the, you know, TV shows mm-hmm. and, uh, short, you know, indie films that we're getting yep. with representation that we want to see. Shout out to David Kirkman mm-hmm. and dropping Come a on. teaser trailer for Underneath, um, which you will be able to see at BlackSciFi.com. But um, hey, hey. It, in the show notes, leak in the show notes, in the, in the show notes, yeah. But um, yeah, that was a big that was a big part of it for me. You know, uh, mm-hmm. something that I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, I um, I'm with you there. Um, I'll even go so far as to say the hair, to piggyback off of what you said, mm-hmm. yeah. the black hair that mm-hmm. was portrayed in the, Now, I'll say, say what you want about Black Lightning. They did a good job with, with hair as mm-hmm. well. But focusing on this show, because this is what we're talking about, I yeah. love the, like, every time Shanice was on screen, there was a natural hairstyle. Every yeah. time Claudette was on screen, I love these... Uh, a period appropriate different styles LaDonna yeah. like I just seeing and that's something that to me is a big de- look I'm talking all this and I got a ball here but like <laughs> knowing that when black actors are on these shows there's been a history of having poor management when it comes to hair and yeah. makeup and yeah. having to get your own hair done while you'll see somebody in like a walking dead with a fresh fade and you're like well wait a minute <laughs> Who's cutting this man's hair? Somebody with locks that's freshly twisted. He's like, well, what now? Yeah. How in the? So I did enjoy that there were these natural styles that look like black people did these styles, and yeah. that's something that's minor, but it's such a big thing where mm-hmm. it's not even minor. Um, even with the rev, like you could be like, okay, who was shaping him up every week? But like that aside, it was a period appropriate hairstyle for that black man, right? And he carried it throughout. I, this is a big deal for me because I, I'm, I'm one who always looks at a property and 
is it a black led property or is it a black property with people who are behind the scenes who are black as well? Because you could easily write a character, make them black and then produce a show. But when you have people of that community who are behind the scenes as well, like Rev could have looked entirely different. Shanice probably could have had a lace front down her back had this have been produced by someone else. You know, so yeah. the hair, ah, oh, I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. There's um, <laughs> so there um, and we talked about this. This is a uh, you know, this is kind of on the critique side of side of things. Uh-huh. You know, these we there are things that we loved, um, and this is something that I'm hoping that um they can because i i want them to be able to have some to feel them (laughs) be able to breathe you know that's that's kind of the thing that that's kind of the thing and i think that um we we talked about this off air you know i I remember i i sent this message to you um Mm -hmm. because we you know i i've watched I got the original series on DVD. I watched mm-hmm. it, you know, when it was on Netflix. I'm like, okay, I don't have to pull the DVDs out. I'm great. So <laughs> it's just it's something that you know, my, you know, I, my wife and I watch, you know, from time to time. Okay. Um, one of the things that I started noticing with being familiar with the original series, and mm-hmm. is that I felt that there were a lot of storyline elements being brought in from previous seasons, uh, all mm-hmm. into. Um, the first season. And one of the things that we tried our best not to do was to compare and contrast, um, mm-hmm. you know, let this one stand on its own. Uh, but there were also times where there were certain elements of the original series that we were seeing, you know, played out yeah. uh, with maybe certain characters or, or certain mm-hmm. plot threads or story elements. And, you know, so right. sometimes it made it hard you know, to separate. Yeah. The two, but, <laughs> and, um, but, you know, so it's, you know, I think at a certain point we're like, okay, you know, it's still going to stand on its own, but there's some things that are the same. But one of the things that um, there were three things in general that I felt were kind of compressed into this season. And, you know, for people who aren't fans of the original, who haven't seen the original series, I'll, I'll just kind mm-hmm. of break it down. Um, one of the, and this is kind of spoilerish territory. Um, one of the things was the, re- actually, it may be not be a spoiler, but uh, we should have prefaced this whole thing with saying spoilers. <laughs> hey, spoiler, from here on out. <laughs> yes, <spoiler>. yeah. <laughs> so, so one of the, one of those elements that I saw was the revelation of the abilities. Uh, in the original series, yes. um, we had that that started in the original series that in the first season, um, and then mm-hmm. with that, it was like a progression of seeing these you know these different people getting their abilities and different and dealing with yeah. them. Um, the second thing that I saw that was introduced into this season, which was kind of spread out a little bit more in the original series, let's say not season, but this series versus the original series was the, Mm -hmm. the opposition of the, um, government versus the 4,400. Um, that was something in the, once again, in the original series that started off in the, I think it was kind of like you started seeing the elements of it in the first season, but especially with what happens in the second season, it kind of yeah. amped up from there. So, um, and the other thing, and this is a big reveal, was the time travel aspect of it. Yeah. Because that was, you know, that was kind of another thing. And and I think the last thing I, I brought up was the... Um, the quote unquote othering of, of the yeah. 4,400. So one yeah. of my concerns was, is when I started kind of seeing all of these elements being brought in from 
seriously like three separate seasons worth is that you're compiling this into one the first season of this tv show so my question at that point is and and like i said you know everybody you know they got storytellers on staff but my concern was is where do you go from there if you've kind Mm -hmm. of thrown all of these elements into one major season so right right uh, one introductory season uh, mm-hmm. Because each of these elements, I feel, were enough. I mean, even if we talk about Manny, that's the Nova group, you know. So that's that's uh, another storyline that didn't come until like two or three seasons later. So you're throwing mm-hmm. all of these elements, you know, from a series that ran for four seasons into mm-hmm. the first season, and I it I think that it didn't allow sometimes the story to breathe a bit. It, mm-hmm. it just kind of felt a little. Con- it felt a bit congested. Um, yeah. So, what? What do you? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I agree. I do. I do feel like there was a lot happening. Now, I I want to address this because I know folks are like you just said. So, no, I did say in the beginning um, or at the top of this episode that hell they have to do as much as they can, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that can't be also be a critique. Um, because yeah. we're looking at shows, this show already has a mark against it, where it's predominantly black on the CW network. Where you know it may not get a season two, but to your point, I agree. I do feel like some of the storylines needed a little bit more room to breathe, and I, I did not like a lot, mainly in the back half. But I did not like the way some of the events were presented because it felt like it added to that feeling that this was. Um, not rushed. What am I looking for? I'll just say rushed for lack of a better word. But it mm-hmm. felt like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing now. I, I, I don't have the emotional attachment to like care. I care about it in the context of the story. But like, what is this? So I'm with you. I do think that some of the storylines, knowing that they're dealing with a lot, some things could have been parsed out a little bit better. Um, okay. Some things could have been maybe cut out to give space for others and some stories could have been, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, but I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do think that um, that was a critique for me as well. Yeah. So, yeah. There, um, because it's, it, um, and we, we didn't want the show to follow the, the same format as the original one, because uh, the original, the first season was more of X Files meets X Men. Yeah, you know, yep, it was sure it was like X Files meets X Men with the backdrop of the war on terror going on. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, so you mm-hmm. had you know discussion of like government oversight or overreach, you know, or mm-hmm. you know treating once again the the quote unquote other as as the you know as criminals or you know enemies of the state and just all of that right. stuff is and so we didn't necessarily need that, you know, as far as, Mm -hmm. you know, following that same, you know, type of, you know, I guess um, those steps, but um, it's, we just, we want this show to exist (laughs) outside of this first season. So if you get this vibe of, you know, everything just, you know, we got, we got to, it's the, uh, the meme that always use, uh, the guy from um, the Chappelle show where he says, we got to wrap it up, B. And he's just like, wrap it up. <laughs> he's got this box and they're recording. Yes. So, like, you know, he's just like, you got to wrap it up. Um, that's how I kind of felt sometimes when, you know, watching 
this first season. So I yeah. I hope that if you know they get a second, a third, fourth, whatever season, that um you know they're allowed to breathe just you know like I mentioned before just a mm-hmm. little bit more. So I, so we'll we'll see if that's the case. Um, yes, yes. But <laughs> yeah. So what was what's what's another like general thought? Do you have a favorite? This is a critique, Mildred. Mm-hmm. Not okay. Mildred. On her own, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was a problem. The handling of Mildred and what was her sister name? Why about Millicent? Millicent? I think Millicent. Yeah, yeah Millicent. I didn't like the way they were handled because they were so important to the show. That was like a really like to me. Like you remember when, when we did mm-hmm. when they did that episode broke out of MC Man and she was t- turned to Hayden on the last scene of the show. Yeah, it was like, hey, do you think she's gonna be okay or something? It was like, who the, who the mm-hmm. hell are you talking about, Mildred? Yep. So for the importance that Millicent pay- played in this series, I just did not like the way they were handled. Yeah, I did not. I felt like you could have. I don't know if I knew Mildred was from the 70s because I read it somewhere or because it was in the show initially. Mm-hmm. Like, I I can't recall. But I know there could have been a way to maybe introduce the idea. Because even the conversations that um, Hayden and, and Mildred had initially never, as far as I can remember, even mentioned a sister. That's why it was so jarring, like in episode eight or, mm-hmm. or six when she popped up. So I just, for them to be this, you know, Scott Summers and, and Alex Summers of <laughs> of the 4400, I was like, come on. Yeah. I did not like the handling of that because it just, it didn't feel like they were as important as the show wanted them to be. And mm-hmm. I, so that's a critique on my end. Okay. The um, I don't know if this is a critique, it's something I uh, the last episode I said I've come to accept when it comes to the show, uh, <laughs> which is nowhere in the original show. And I'm not saying the original was like this sad, depressing, dark, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sci fi show, but um, there's a, a comedy in this, and this season was something mm-hmm. that um, I had to get used to. <laughs> I had to get used to, uh, comedy- yo. Comedy on the level of camp, you know. Yeah. So And I and I I love camp. Like camp is uh <laughs> camp is awesome. You know uh, what was the uh, hairspray? So much camp yes. in that. You know something like hairspray. You know. Yes. Um, yeah. It's, uh, this I, I was gonna say desire. What was her divine? You know, and then and uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I think it was divine. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you know, just that yeah. this that whole thing. Ricky Lake uh, kids go go mm-hmm. go. Go check it out or look look it up, yeah. but um, not the remake <laughs> with Zach Efron, the the, uh, the original one. But so I'm used to. I mean, campus cool, campus cool. Batman sixty nine. Yeah. You know, oh no, Batman nineteen sixty nine. So let me stop. Look, I'm talking some Batman nineteen sixty nine. So that's that's the kind of the level. But we were kind of bordering on that on certain uh, episodes, um, especially with the. Um, and we talked about this, uh, the the iguana, yes. you know, the gigantic yes. iguana. So it sometimes it would take me out. I mean, but then other times where we we had the episode where uh, Dr. Andre was learning how to use a cell phone, you know. That, oh, yeah. Uh, so I that was that. something that, and I think that the humor is actually brought on 
appeal to different viewers, you know, of, of the mm. series. But as long as it doesn't really do a disservice to the larger story, and I don't think that at any time that it did, um, the iguana notwithstanding, um, it just uh, there. Uh, I think that you know definitely has it has its place, you know, and even thinking about uh, something like you know, the Arrowverse shows, um, something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Arrowverse, you know, versus, uh, something like the flash, you know, which is yeah. more, uh, lighthearted and there's humor all mm-hmm. the, all the time in that. Um, mm-hmm. there are CW shows that, you know, have varying degrees of comedy, if, if any, right. but even when, um, Mr. Terrific was on Arrow, he was a comedic relief, you know, with being okay. the nerdy, not the comedic relief, but he would, you know, make jokes and, you know, be the yeah. ner- nerdy go-to guy. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was something I had to learn to to, to accept or yeah. kind of, um, you know, like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Okay. So then, you know, just keep rolling. And then the giant yeah. iguana. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, hey. <laughs> Yeah. Any like yeah. did the did the humor hit for you or was it something that came out of left field? Um, it did, but the mm-hmm. camp was ramped up in the second half of the season, if my memory mm-hmm. serves me right. Because yeah, we got Dr. Andre, but I think his character being so far removed and being an adult versus Hayden being so far removed in time and being a child lended yeah. itself to this awkwardness because that scene at mc man will always i will never forget that to the day i die him thinking that he was recording you know mm-hmm. so but all that being said i think yeah. that i'd have to sit on it a bit more and mm-hmm. see how i feel but it I, it didn't bother me it was mm-hmm. noticeable and i was like oh maybe yeah. this show isn't for me like maybe i'm not the target of, you know, <laughs> yes no bro man with a 401k you're not the audience, but <laughs> But like I was like, okay, maybe yeah, this really isn't mm-hmm. for me, um, right. but it's for me. Um, so yeah, it I the, I like the comedy. Um, mm-hmm. It to me, I think it it was an added element that set it apart from the original series. So if you yeah. do have people critiquing it, this is something you can point at and say it's not it's it's different. It's yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. Okay. So yeah, they're. Um... I, I want to say you have uh, the other, you know, thing that I, I enjoyed were mm-hmm. the um, the period appropriate acting, you know. So and it wasn't okay. like over yeah. the top. So mm-hmm. you know, Claudette, uh, and then also you know the the man or the the woman or the the person out of time element. You know, mm-hmm. you would have these yeah. moments where. Um, they're dealing with the fact that, you know, I, I was in the 1920s, like yesterday. I was yeah. in the 1950s, you know, late 1950s. Um, mm-hmm. It was in 1970. So it was never, I think, hammed up, you know, to the point where, yeah. um, and sometimes it was underplayed. Like we had a guy from the Civil War <laughs> who was just, you like, this Yo. dude looked like he been chilling. <laughs> like he, he's fully acclimated. And considering the fact that he, he came from like 200 years ago, he seemed pretty cool. Yes. He was yes. he just in, a, in the alleyway flirting. He's just like, you know, and I know they've yeah. been, they've, at that point, they have been back. Uh, it's been a few months. It was been a month, if not a couple yeah. of months. But that brother looked like he was just like, you know, he he wasn't at Antietam just yesterday. 
<laughs> he came back to Detroit. He was Yo. like, shit, you know, hey, let, hey. Me these, <laughs> let me get uh, these Nikes or, you know, skinny Bruh. jeans and shirt. He just seemed so. Hey. You had some folks who you didn't even know. <laughs> yes. You know, for travel back. But um, I do like, I don't think that it ever got, like I said, weird, like overbearing, you know. Um, right. Dr. Andre, I felt, was very much a, a man of his time. You had, uh, you know, you said we mentioned Claudette. Um, yes. And even the ones that were abducted closer to us, LaDonna and yes. um, Shanice. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe the Reverend. I mean, like, unless the Reverend was just like, where's Bobby Brown? You know, that type of thing. Um, <laughs> you know, we didn't get that. So, I mean, but even with the people who were closer to us in decades. Yeah. Um, they did mm-hmm. all they did well, you know, with being from those times. I like, that. I think the best indicator of that was the uh, sort of it was at the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah, Ruth conversation. That was, yeah, I love that part yeah. of that scene. Like, that was, I, yeah, they yeah. did that, they did and, that, yeah. and that I actually oh. will say, I think that was my favorite scene because that mm. that was a I, I that's one of those things where I felt the writers were like, what, what's a way that we can show the differences yep. of everybody and you know and mm. you know how far out of time they were, and it was just like, well, somebody said RBG, you know, RBJ or yeah, <laughs> RBG, and uh, <laughs> so that I think that was like my favorite scene of the actually of the series, to be honest with you. Yeah, but um, I can see that. Yeah, conversations like that, and that was the first episode. So, yeah. Oh my God, they were on fire in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, that was that was dang good. Um, one thing that I enjoyed that we didn't get much of, and I'm so mad. So I enjoyed it, but I am kind of mad. Is Logan, Shanice, and Bridget? I was expecting so much more of this, like scandal love triangle but also there's a child involved like yeah. i wanted that and i i do like what we got with logan i like what we got with mariah and with shanice and i'm not like advocating for more bridget but like you introduced her yeah a lot of times it felt weird that she was gone and it's like mm-hmm. i wanted more of that and not even for the animosity of bridget and um shanice but it was more or less like this is a blended family. It's one thing mm-hmm. to have a blended family. Oh, my dad married, you know, your mom. But this is a forced blended family. And this is one of yeah. my favorite tropes when it comes to um, fiction where, you know, someone is in a coma and they wake up years later or they have amnesia or someone, you know, stumbles into town and it's like, oh, you've married again. Like, I like that. And I was like, man. That actress who played Bridget, who also looks like the actress that played Millie on Scandal, like I wanted that awkwardness, yeah. but you know, I loved it, but I hated that we didn't get more. So yeah, I um, I there were I remember there was a conversation between um, it was Bridget and I think um, Keisha. Keisha, yeah, it was Bridget and Keisha mm-hmm. where she was, she came over and she was, not the wellness check, she was just checking the place out to see like if this is a <laughs> place for um, Hayden, you know, to come and, you know, to stay. Yeah. And they had a little conversation like that, you know, something along mm-hmm. those lines. I think there was that one episode where it was focused on Logan, where we got yeah. more of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had two episodes, but then I always say this, it's the same thing that happened with Harold. 
Uh, once, yeah. once, uh, they once Harold heard that there was a body in the hotel. Harold was like, I know this marriage. She was like, We just got married legally. He was like, I, yeah, you know, I'm gone. You a woman out of time because he was nowhere to be found. Those last two episodes, was gone. he was gone. Like, he was, is single, <laughs> yeah, she is single. She glowing by herself. She on the glow up, and oh, then. But the other example of that was Bridget after, mm-hmm. uh, I keep saying Maya, after uh, Mildred <laughs> flung that man out that window, Bridget ain't been back on the series since. Yeah. Like, Bridget was gone. Yeah. She yeah. she said, this is a little bit too much for me. She's like, your, your wife just done, fell out the out of time, literally, yes. <laughs> in this yes. park. Um, y'all mm-hmm. trying to figure some stuff out. Um and now I see a man thrown out of a window and almost bludgeoned to death, you know, by in front of like a foot away from us. Yeah. Exactly. So she was just like she went on that trip, and she was. Hey. I mean, she she didn't pull a full like what Judy Winslow, you know, where Judy Winslow went upstairs and never came back. But um, she, uh, <laughs> I hope if they do get a second season, that yeah. they bring actress back so that you know we can you know not necessarily i mean but the cw it's a cw you know the cw is yeah. um, an offshoot of warner brother you know the wb um which mm-hmm. kind of they're built sometimes on that drama tv you know so yeah you know that might be a little that might be a part of it um but i think that uh we need that family dynamic you know because yeah. otherwise logan is just like raising hayden and um I keep Mariah. forgetting the daughter's name. <laughs> Mariah. Yep, Mariah by himself. You know. Um so anyways, and then like and then Hayden hates Mildred and Mariah's like, oh I'm that's Mariah to die. So um, wow, I love her. <laughs> yeah, Mariah's cool. Mariah's cool. Um oh, the um we we've gone back and forth on this <laughs> because we know people who act like this. Um yeah, you know, they and a bunch of them um Ramshacked Congress last year. Um, the cartoony racist, <laughs> the cartoony racist, oh, or the, the villains. Um, shout out to Tim Russ. <laughs> from is that the, the white Ladonna's, security guard? Oh, that's Ladonna's. Uh, oh, that's Cuba. Oh. That's Ladonic. Uh, Ladonna's. Oh, um, no, her father. You know, so yeah, her dad, man. So he's not the racist, but he's the cartoony villain. And I hate yeah. to say that about. Uh, like when you see him in Star Trek Voyager, he is so like even kill playing as Vulcan. Mm-hmm. So that when I see him amped up in this, like he was, you know, I just started thinking, I was like, there are people out there like that. You know, I know early on, yeah, you know, yeah, we were like, you know, don't just let all the bad guys be cartoony villains, you know, racist. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are out there. I mean, I think we just wanted some complexity, and I think we even got that. With Jessica before she made that att- <laughs> to complete about face mm-hmm. in um yeah in that last episode but yeah but the you know the overbearing uh, a holeish um, security guards um, and then the racists that they you know came across um, at times were I don't say a little bit much but then on the other side so I don't know I'm like in the middle of the road that's one of the things I'm middle of the road about because yeah. I I know that there mm-hmm. are people out there <laughs> who act like that. You know, yeah. um, yelling at people on social media when they're being filmed and yeah. whatever. So, so, I don't know where your thoughts would, about them. I I agree, but I will say though, do you remember in the original series 
when oh, Lily was in the woods. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the preacher. So that was like Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was very much mm-hmm. a character yeah. who could have easily been translated <laughs> to this series. Because that was so yeah. I don't know I like our the 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 flow that we were on right before that episode made mm-hmm. that episode even more jarring. So I remember right. Yeah, so you're right, and I agree with yeah. you 100%, but that original series also has some cartoony races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a good point. That's a good point. I want to uh, shout out Zachary Keller, who is, plays Ken King, who was the like the, the first, the white guy who wouldn't let them play the piano. The one oh, yeah, who was, yeah, like, yeah. consistently. Like, cause what do you do? What Like, what are you, what are you doing, Zachary? Yeah. And, um... And I'm I'm not, I'm going to say his name incorrectly. V I N H I believe is Vin Nguyen N G U Y E N. He killed yeah. it as Steve at times. Um, but no, I'm with you. I think the cartoony races. But okay, so though I do have that as a critique, I'm also of the mind of where would you have possibly gone with a villain? Like if we're going to kind of put as much in this first season as we can, mm-hmm. because there's a possibility we don't get a season two. We want to tell a full story and we want to mm-hmm. kind of hit on all these points. Can you really have a Magneto when you have all these other storylines unfolding with the main cast? So though I do mm-hmm. have an issue with it, because mm-hmm. the, the security guards, the uh, uh, Claudette's co-worker, uh, yeah. the, the January 6th insurrection group, like I get, I think there's other ways you could have went, but I see how it was just easy to mm-hmm. say, okay, they're they're racist, they're constantly yeah. racist, right? I mean, so, yeah, they're I mean they're a stand-in for you know the people who hate the fact that this country is, in their eyes, you know, becoming like different or whatever, you know, which mm-hmm. is weird. But um, I, I'll say this: I did miss JC. Uh, Jordan Collier, mm. not, not Jesus Christ. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I miss Jesus Christ too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I did yeah. miss, um, and we were thinking for the longest that that was going to be the Rev, you know, Reverend. And, and you know, for me, I like a well put together antagonist, you know, the, you mm-hmm. know, not I don't ever want to say villain. So to see a, a brother or a sister in that role would have been, you know, it would have been very awesome to see, you know, like yeah. you popping back. That yeah. was one of the things I always liked about uh, Black Lightning is um, mm. with, with with the critiques that we had. Uh, they <laughs> n- they knew how to. They brought in actors who um, yes could play some really good bad guys or some really good mm-hmm. antagonists. You know, Tobias Well being mm-hmm. you know the most you know at the forefront we had, we had cutter we had, um <laughs> yes. you know jill scott's character um mm-hmm. we bill and there were there were what was that that's the bill duke bill, bill duke, duke yeah we had bill duke mm-hmm. i mean we even had his daughter you know who was going to be introduced in that in that pilot so yeah it, it's one of those things where i think that if we had i i kind i do miss a jordan collier you know that is something that i did want from this season um, Man. and you know, maybe we'll get that, you know, in the, in the future seasons, but I, I, I think that definitely keeping it in that general, as far as, uh, you know, the races, you know, the homophobes, transphobes, and, you know, all those rep being represented within the, um, the 40 form group. Um, but then also I think second, like the next level above that was Jessica, Actually, I'm not even going to say Bill Green was on the second level, and then Jessica was at the top. 
So you had mm-hmm. Jessica, Bill Green, and then the crazy, crazy folks, crazy races. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But none of those really occupied the space of being on Jordan Collier's level. No, this man. Yeah. Like, y'all, if y'all watch the original series and hey. see how Jordan is, and that was, and he had a true character arc, like, you know, going through it. And I, and I want something like that for, um, somebody who looks like me, you know, like brother or sister, just to yeah. like to have that. So, and I thought that was going to be Rev, but we didn't, we didn't get that. So, sure, yeah, that would have been nice, especially yeah. with his family, because you know, spoiler alert, Jordan didn't have the familiar, fami- the family, the family yeah. ties <laughs> that uh, that the Rev did. So, like, yeah. how does that manifest in a Jordan yeah. Collier like character? When you do have biological family, you can. Oh, that would have been so freaking good, man. Yeah. So, like I said, maybe maybe we will maybe we'll get it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, as far as um, we can, if you're ready, we can do the, the five yeah. our top five list. So, our top five list we didn't put together. I didn't put together a graphic or nothing, um, but just imagine <laughs> it flashes on your screen. Uh, the five things, <laughs> the five things we want to see. In season two of the forty four hundred, mm-hmm. so um, I'll double I'll double Dutch in here and uh, okay. start off. The first one is I want them to show the other forty four hundred centers ah, on my list. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah, so that so we can <laughs> that so that's we can yeah. you know tag team with discussing that. But um, okay. I um, one of the things that we never really got to see, we got to see that the 4400 group was uh, very big, you know, with, with all of these mm-hmm. different characters, but <clears throat> there was never a suggestion that, that I remember that they were situated at different centers, you know, so every different locations, uh, at least when they all came back, you know, okay, it yeah. seemed like everybody was just at that military facility. Uh, and in this case, it was the hotel plus a bunch of other yeah. places. Um, so sure. I want us to start seeing more of these centers and um the characters you know that mm-hmm. um that existed in these places and yes. their perspective on what if what if they were like yo we had um we had taco tuesdays and and um and wings wednesdays <laughs> at our place and then we watch the news and y'all like losing your shit it's like what's going on hey. like oh y'all got super abilities oh, okay uh, you know maybe they were yeah. content with their taco tuesdays mm-hmm. and then they looked at hey. the the bella Blanc, and they was just like these motherfuckers wilding so what are you what are your thoughts on uh showing the other centers and other i want that i want mm-hmm. that i want them to do a loss pull a loss mm-hmm. and even yep. if you don't do it for the whole season yes. yes i would love for them to come back in that first three or four episodes we don't even touch any of the mm-hmm. cast from season one unless yeah. it's like one of the side people like the the caribbean guy who could like control fire you like right. maybe yeah. him like, mm-hmm. but I don't want any of the main cast because I feel like it would open up the world a bit more and it would make more yeah. sense. Um, be- because it, it's established that there's other facilities, but it was mainly like, oh, off panel, there's another thing over there. Like, mm-hmm. we don't even know what these facilities are. Yeah. And uh, I remember Jarrell was like, oh, d- d- can you check such and such? And do you, s- is Manny at? Some some woman he was on the mm-hmm. phone with. I was like, 
are we not going to see these people? Like, yeah. So I would love to have at least a few episodes to spend with another facility mm-hmm. where it could be a revolving door for guest stars. We don't need, uh, I just, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> I want more. Yeah, I think that would that that would be a great opportunity for them to expand, you know, their universe a bit more. Um, so what was so since that was like our collective number one point, what was your second one? Um title cards. I want for season <laughs> yes. two, I yes. want the title cards. So in the original <laughs> series, whenever yep. a forty four hundred was on screen, which I think would have served this series so much better. Yes. Whenever a 4400 is introduced for the first time, you get, uh, you know, Karen Smith um, ab- uh, abducted in 1962. Mm-hmm. And it was like something else. And yep. I think if we had have got that, it, it just would have made it would have felt better. Or yeah. you could have even added the additional um, title card once the powers emerge. Uh, LaDonna, blah, blah, whatever, abducted 2005 mm-hmm. image manipulation. And let that yeah. be that, because it. I think it's a it's a shorthand way of getting a lot of context across that would make a lot of stuff make more sense. Like, if you if you see Hayden and Mildred, they look like a, a little white girl and a little black boy. Yeah. They don't look like I come from the 70s and I come from 1900. So yeah. I want those title cards in season two. Please. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I want They're, it. I need it. Yeah, and I, I think um, that was a. I think I guess you could say that was like a signature thing from the first season, from mm-hmm. the first series. Um, just go mm-hmm. ahead and just take it. We, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, it would it would list the name, especially for those characters that we weren't familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. like the one that we are kind of creeped out by because she just showed up one episode yes. and said, Hey, Hayden, happy birthday. And then she, um, she <laughs> disappeared and we didn't get I no information about her <laughs> at all. But, um, yeah, that's, so yeah, I think title cards definitely, that's a good suggestion. Um, so for me, I, you know, I think the second point was, it, you know, get even more creative with the abilities. Um, mm. I think that, um, you know, I, I don't know if we necessarily need like a Dragon Ball Z-esque fight, um, but, but we are on the network of the Arrowverse, you know, where you have those special effects uh, and we don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything on that level of, say, something like Legends mm-hmm. of Tomorrow or The Flash. I think Flash might be the best example. Um, okay. As far as you know, seeing now you know any type of abilities, um, but everybody's abilities are not going to be as like you know high yeah. level as as the Flash or anybody that's on there. Yeah. But I, I do want them to you know continue to get even more creative with you know with the abilities um, mm-hmm. and with the abilities that people with displaying the abilities, but also in granting the abilities to different folks right. because. You don't want just a bunch of people who can, like, I can make fire hands. You know, it's just like, okay, this, you mm-hmm. know, what it, that's, I've seen it, you know, seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. and whatever the, you know, whatever the budget allows, you know, so that was, is right. my point number two. Uh, what about, no, what about you? you? What about the third one? Um, I have 2066. Mm. I want to see. Cause okay, so I'm of a few minds. 
when we got Sienna Stone or Sierra Stone, mm-hmm. my question was, why is she not of color? Mm-hmm. Because if you're going back in time to abduct 4,400 people in the predominantly, they're predominantly black and brown, it to me feels like a experiment. We're like, oh, these blacks, let's use them. And I know that isn't what the show was presenting, but when you're looking at it mm-hmm. and yeah. Manny has gone to the future and you have this council of white folks and I get him pushing back because he was like, you know, we keep inching such and such, you're doing it just enough to be comfortable, mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever. But it's still the idea that Sierra Stone was another white woman. And I don't mm-hmm. have a problem with her being white, but when you look at everyone in the future, it's like... What is like? What does this look like? Like why? Like if if any time was going to have a fully diverse panel of so many different types of people, mm-hmm. give me an Illuminati style, you yeah. know, um, token person from each racial community. The twenty sixty six should have been it. Yeah. Um, now again, well, no, I'm not going to give them a pass. I was going to say, oh, COVID and, and you know the show budget, but no, because my thing is, Sierra Stone. I think that woman, the actress who played her, did a good job at portraying yeah. who she needed to. But I was just like, what makes this so different from every other show? If if diversity in the 4400 is the big draw for this series, right. why is it just Sierra Stone looking crazy with this? Dora the Explorer Dream Girls wig she had on. Oh my god. Um, so <laughs> I want I want 2066. Even if it looks like contemporary 2022, mm-hmm. I still want to see how do you translate a future, be it dystopian, be it advanced, be it whatever, mm-hmm. um, and kind of the kind of sneak in another one in there with 2066 in this multiverse. Because yeah. she alluded, Sierra alluded to this idea that there was 30 other trials prior to mm-hmm. and I asked the writer's room, I said, so are you telling me that the original series <coughs> canonically would be one of those different trials of the 4400? And you know, they was like, oh, maybe. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, or that's my head cannon. But I, so I want to see 2066 yeah. developed a bit more and I mm-hmm. want to see uh, even if we don't stay there for like four or five episodes, I want to see that versus what Sierra is doing with Andre in the present day. Okay. So for me, the, um, I guess, third point again, I don't know numbers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, That would have been um, go big, go grand, Mm -hmm. uh, big in scope. Mm -hmm. So I wanted so we talked about the Arrowverse. You know, CW is yeah. that's that's one you know one of the bread and that's the bread and butter of um, yeah. at least within the past like decade and some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things on Arrow is that you know those all those shows are filmed up in Canada and specifically mm-hmm. with Arrow they would go to Hong Kong. Uh, they would mm-hmm. go to. Okay. Uh, and Black Lightning, remember, they went to Markovia. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, and so all of these shows in, in Legends of Tomorrow, they time travel all across the world. So mm-hmm. um, all this is done in Vancouver or Toronto. They don't travel to these places. Right. 
they they hire a bunch of people from that ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they do. They they go in like, okay, let's let's do production. You know, the set design and you know they make it look like a Hong Kong street. You know, era because right. I remember there was one season where in the flashbacks uh, Oliver had been kidnapped or and taken mm-hmm. to Hong Kong, and there were there were okay light scenes in like the streets of Hong Kong. And I'm like, oh shit, this looks like they're there. And like, maybe not. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. And then <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, they, you know, so that type of thing. So I want them to go grand and at least in the 4400, I'm not saying that they need to start glow trotting. You know, it's right. the story has to naturally take you there. But that was mm-hmm. one of the things that we mentioned is I need them to get out of the hotel. Um, and we, and that was one of shout out, shout out to shout out, shout out to Marcus Haynes, where he mentioned yeah. that the, one of the reasons that they probably were focused on this location was because of COVID, you know, the restrictions yeah. that existed, uh, because of, um, mm-hmm. because of COVID. So now that, you know, I'm not saying COVID is completely, you know, it's gone, right. it's done. You shouldn't take precautions, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and whatever, but I do feel that if they get a large enough budget to let's see these different wow. parts of Detroit, you know, that was mm-hmm. one of the things of the original series is that they, it was supposed to be uh, Seattle, but they just went to different yeah. parts of Vancouver that stood in for Seattle. So I just want them mm-hmm. to kind of spread out, go to different parts of the city, um, different homes. You know, maybe there's another location where one of the 4,400 lives at a house, or maybe they open up their own 4,400 mm-hmm. center. You know, so that's yes. that's another thing. I do think that the hotel is going to be the 4400 Center is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually makes sense because this it is one place where a bunch of them can congregate. But I just want them mm-hmm. to expand, um, you know, the the settings and the locations for for the series. Um, yeah. Hard agree. Hard agree. Yeah. Because yeah, um, I think we're, we're missing out on at the very least the architecture of Detroit, like when. If we're mm-hmm. going to be in Detroit, like I want to see, and, and um, I, I believe did they shoot some of this in Chicago, as a, but even yeah, I thought they did. I thought they shot in Chicago, but the show was in Detroit. But yeah. Chicago and Detroit have some similar architecture. Yeah. I want to see that. Like, show me something yeah. that's not New York. Every mm-hmm. show in the world has a New York. So yeah. I, I would like to see some of that as well. Like, show me, I don't know, show me a staple. Of Detroit, a staple of well, you, I guess you can't do Chicago because they're in Detroit. But give me some location, yeah. maybe another house. I'm sick of Miss Grover's house, and I'm yeah, I mean, house. <laughs> <laughs> or the woods, or the lake, Dude. or something. You know, that's uh, I just yeah, yeah I, like you said, I just want them to kind of grow. You know, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. But um, what's um. Fourth or fifth point? What's your? I don't know. What's your, what's your next point? You know, this, okay. Point X. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this. Um, can I make this two? No, I'm just going to say I want mm. an episode like being Tom Baldwin. That mm. episode that we got mm. in the original series, and I'm not going to spoil it, but it was yeah. an episode that did so much heavy lifting. That set the tone for the rest of the series in a way that was so entertaining that even if you just watched it on its own, you would enjoy it. But when you watch it in context of the, the series, yeah. But but to kind of add to that, I also want remember the episode with Maya and the house and 
Like that, not so much that, but I Rain, like you make it sad now, man. Bro, like I just yeah. Like I uh, felt like we were getting there when we initially had the kids, the generation X. We had Aiden and, yeah. and Noah mm-hmm. and Mildred, but like they didn't, they yeah. didn't go there. They kind of went there and they they stopped short. And I'm like, I those two episodes mm-hmm. to me are so quintessential 4400. If you yeah. want to look at the old series and you don't want to watch from the season one episode one to the last episode. Those two, I think, are expertly done episodes, and I want one of those. Yeah. I want it. Um, we deserve it. I um, I'm about to. I might go back and rewatch those. Yeah, those were. Now the other thing, <laughs> the other thing to remember is that those two episodes came, I think, in either season two and season three. So that right, was right. definitely after they had had a little bit of time to get their legs under them. You know, to mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to. And to be able to afford to be you know, take those uh, creative yes. chances, because you know the, the B and Tom Baldwin one is is probably my favorite se- uh, episode of the series. But then it's, it's in my like top ten or top twenty uh, favorite sci fi episodes of all time. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. depending on the week. <laughs> so um, yeah, we yeah. I, I hope that we get that in later seasons. You know, for this series, um, because those yes. were, like you said, the quint- quintessential, quintessential, uh, um, 4400. <laughs> you know, that Ooh. if we can, yeah, definitely, you know, look look for being top, Tom Baldwin in either season two or season three. Uh, that's a good point. I, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, I, oof, bruh, I want it. Yeah. I want it. Oh, yeah, that, that would that be pretty awesome. A good episode. Man. I told you, man. Like I said, when I brought the show to you, like I said, I brought this. Hey. I didn't bring sliders. Sliders, you probably hey. would have cocked your eye and been like, "Okay, if you want to talk about something that's campy <laughs> and goofy, that's the that's the one." But with Yo. this one, yeah, yeah, with the original one, it was just um, it was a quality sci-fi series that I think flew under the radar for um, mm-hmm. a lot of folks, and and then you had a contingent yeah. of people who because I didn't watch it until like afterwards on DVD. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. So mm-hmm. it's um, definitely they they had some gem, gems in there. Um, I think this might be for me my last point uh, of the mm-hmm. five. Um, continue just to focus on the issues of the time, and okay, yeah, and, and keep building the representation that you started. I, I think that the show is gonna is all right on that front. I think that if they you know continue mm-hmm. to cast, it's I always come you know point of comparison. Um, you know, Black Lightning. You know they grew yeah. their their cast bigger and and better, like I said in some cases. Um, mm-hmm. And and they never shirked from you know focusing on the issues of our time right. with that mm-hmm. you know uh, fantastical backdrop of superheroes and, yes. and all that. So mm-hmm. say what you want to say about the execution at times. Um, that mm-hmm. is it. Comparing you know that. I want 4400 to do what Black Lightning did in terms of kind of growing and, um, you know, staying within, you know, talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff that matters to us or that we're concerned about. Right. And, that, and the examples I gave were Lovecraft Country, Watchmen, uh, the TV show yes. Black Lightning, and Sensei. Yes. And Sensei from uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you, baby, if they could take, oh my God, I completely, mm-hmm. and that, I love that show, that series. Yeah. Since eight, 
if yep. you mix a little bit of that, it's oh, 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 oh. Yep. yo, okay, Since, you 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 did that, you did yep. that. See, that was your that was that was my being Tom Baldwin <laughs> point, like you did. So I had to I had to get one that no, was as that, good as yours. Yes. But yeah, oh my not, God. we the examples are out there, you know. I but also I always yeah. tell people. Just, you know, do a search. These lists are out. Or just go to blacksci-fi.com. Um, or just hey. do a search for, like, black superheroes or black, um, you know, LGBTQ plus heroes or sci-fi, speculative mm-hmm. fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, did, you know, stories that focus on um, these groups that are, aren't as popularly focused on uh, right. within these fandoms that we love. And, and I... Mm-hmm. And, and, we have the examples, you know, it's just, and hopefully that we'll mm-hmm. continue to move in that direction. But, um, yeah, you know, so that's, that's what I hope as far as, you know, my last point that they continue in the path that they've already started walking on. Good. Good. Yeah. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, my final one is, I got a lot of examples, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more Claudette. No, <laughs> no, yes, I do want more, but no, my, um, is more of the relationships. Okay. I think that with the way this series, the the season ended, there is something very specific that I want to see, and that is, of course, more Claudette. But I want to see, <laughs> I want to see Bridget, I want to see Mariah, and mm-hmm. I want to see Shanice in a space that Logan mariah and bridget were in before there's something Mm -hmm. about this idea that we're going to come back those two are this force blended family raising mariah Mm -hmm. and we get logan back from the future because now it's like Mm -hmm. you've come to terms with your feelings for shanice yes but now you see what she went through like you physically have gone through the same thing Mm -hmm. and the show technically should be called the 4401 at that point but I want to focus on the the relationships and how they've changed, just like with LaDonna and her dad. How does that affect you now where, like, now are you running to the arms of your mother or do you yeah. dislike them both? You know, and then even with Mildred, having her sister out there, she told LaDonna, like, hey, I did what I need to do. I got her away from these people. Yeah. What she does with her life is what she does. So, like, where does Millicent uh, pop up again? So I just want that... Um, the emotional story character parts of it. I still want the superhero fantastical, but that shake it up. Don't just come yeah. back like episode 13 ended and now episode one is a day later. No, give me status quo completely gone. Yeah. I want new and interesting pairings and stories. So okay. that's yeah. what I got. That's, that's awesome. Got. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, uh, you know, for me, I mean, just it just general thoughts. Um, it's I think I mentioned this before. Um, I just want them to continue to grow. Um, yes. there were you know, there were aspects of the series that you know, a lot of times, um, and there were times I mean, I say a lot, but there were times where it wasn't vibing, you know, it just wasn't vibing with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were other times where it was just like, um, Claudette you know, stand up to that. She, her standing up to her a-hole, you know, husband or yes. coming back being bouted and, or also, or just seeing the progression of her character arc. Yes. Um, 
you know, in this new space. And so we, so there, there are examples on both sides of, you know, things that mm-hmm. didn't work and things that did work and I'm just kind of, you know, middle of the road. So if we do that's you know, my final summation leading to mm-hmm. a numerical score for this season, um, mm-hmm. right now I'm still at a, between a 6.5 and a seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. So 6.5 mm-hmm. and a seven. Um, okay. But I, I think that it, it, I want it to continue to grow. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. Um, for me, it's the same. I would even mm-hmm. say I'm at a solid seven because okay. I feel like there is, like you said, room to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that this show has a lot, has a lot to prove and has a lot on its back. And mm-hmm. I don't want to default and just give it a 10 because, oh, it's predominantly black. And yeah. this seven rating does not mean I don't want it to return. It means this is how I feel about what was presented to us mm-hmm. uh, as a whole, as a whole. Um, we're, I think we're in the same camp in that regard. I think that there are some, with that in mind, another thing I'd like to see change is this opening. Like if we're going to have just like, 4,400 flash across the screen. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but give me like an anime-style opening. Give me something like completely off the beaten path mm-hmm. to like yeah. shake this up. Because like what I want, I know we won't get because the budget may never allow for it, but I want 4,400 with that opening from Umbrella Academy Season 2. I want a scene like that. I know we'll probably yeah. never get it, but that mm-hmm. scene couple with these whatever <laughs> um all that being said i think i, yeah. I come down at, at, a, at a hard solid seven mm-hmm. um for the series as a whole of what we got so far i'm, I'm i can i can say a seven gotcha gotcha you know? um it's been right any we got any comments this week or hey not? yeah we, we have a few we have a few uh let's see oh. Kathleen Cunningham. Hey, Kathleen. She says, uh, I'm really yeah. hoping for a second season. Yes, ma'am. We are as well. We want that second season. CW, quit playing. Um, she <laughs> also says, um, Andre Selfies were the best. Honestly, <laughs> I I would love, like, they need to go old school and have posters of these characters <laughs> and give me a poster of all of those yeah, different man. weird faces yeah. they made. I'd hang it on my wall. I didn't go hold you up. I would. So, CW4400, uh, if y'all listening, hey, you can send me that. I'll put it in the video and everything. <laughs> um, I'm not sure this person, uh, XBM1KE, yeah. yeah, K, he said it's all Chicago. It's all yeah, Chicago. It's all so, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, it probably made more sense financially to even use Chicago, which is bigger than Detroit. I believe Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's bigger than Detroit, right? I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't know what the filming situation <laughs> is up there. But I think that right. there the cities are close enough that you can mm-hmm. get away with it. It's and it's cold yeah. as heck up there in winter. Uh-huh. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> so in both places. Exactly. Both places. You being a native of yeah. D, of Michigan and me being a native yes, of Chicago. Yes, yes. So uh, oh, it's goodness. cold they- and it's a factory city. <laughs> You know what? Where is Vancouver? Is Vancouver? It's I, more to hey. the. It's to the west of. Um, it's on the west coast. Damn. So okay, because I was gonna say yeah. if you if you said in Detroit, Chicago in in Detroit is mm-hmm. not 
but what maybe like two hours away and the same with canada it's literally like an hour maybe yeah. drive so like there's there you can do yeah they're closer to i think toronto i could be wrong as far as geography mm. but i always remember that vancouver i i actually had a chance to go to vancouver one year when mm. i went to seattle like way back in college and i just okay. never did so Mm-hmm. That's why I know how close yeah. it is because I missed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm like, hey, man, just go up there. And, but yeah, yeah, it makes more sense because, uh, yeah, a show that I watched that did a really good job, which has nothing to do with this, but mm-hmm. the LA complex, when I was younger, I mm-hmm. thought it was shot in LA. It was shot in Canada. Oh, and wow. they did enough general shots. Yeah. It had like a Merrill's Place style apartment complex that as someone who didn't grow up in Chicago and um California felt I was like, okay, oh, yeah, they're in California, but then one guy <laughs> went to Canada. And I was like, why would they choose that of all because they are actually in Canada, that's why. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um Kathleen says she would love those yeah. title cards as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, CW forty four hundred, if you take nothing from this broadcast podcast. Bring back the title cards. Yeah. That'll that'll eliminate a lot. Just bring them mm-hmm. back. Bring them back. Whew, okay. Yeah, man. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, any final thoughts or how we feeling? Um, you know, we uh I won the second season. Um mm-hmm. but I know on our end <clears throat> we will I know eventually continue through in <laughs> the next season yes. of the original yes. series. Um <laughs> yes, but either indeed. either way, you know, I'm I, you know, um I'm happy with the effort. Um they're mm-hmm. um you know I, and I hope they get more room to grow. So Yeah, same, same. I'll say I have that as my final word as well. I hope they get more room to grow and mm-hmm. also space to fail. If if we come back with a season two yeah. and they don't do as exceptionally well as other shows, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Give this, give this. If Riverdale can get three hundred sixty-two <laughs> seasons, forty-four hundred can get two. So, yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm sick of them. Um, so yeah, uh, please let these people know these good fine folks know where to find you and support you mm-hmm. and follow you and all that. Well, as far as uh, best place to reach me online is Instagram. That uh, my catchphrase <laughs> my screen name or username is robert k.jeffrey robert k.jeffrey and um i have been dropping in the chat or at least in the discussion black sci-fi.com uh black sci-fi.com mm-hmm. and those links will be on the show notes check those out whether you listen to a podcast or you're watching on youtube check out the show notes uh for me twitter is the most immediate way to get in touch with me carefree blurred Carefree Black Note on Instagram and all other social media <laughs> platforms. And if you must email carefreeblacknote at gmail.com, let us know your thoughts, opinions, conversation, whatever. Just hit me up. Um, cool. Use the hashtag AL4400. <laughs> yeah, AL4400. Hashtag AL4400. Let us know you made it this far. <laughs> it's been at the bottom, uh, so I mean, you know. Yeah, so y'all got yeah, it. Yeah. Y'all got it. Um, but yeah, so thank you all for coming on this ride with us. Um, yeah, not only so this episode, but the last 13. And mm-hmm. I hope you continue to follow us through the original series as we go on to get the last episode of season three and then go into season four. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay on CW's neck about getting a season two for this dog yeah. show. Do that. Stay yeah. doing that. And, um, 
Yeah, just just let them know. <laughs> just just let them know. Um, let them so know. We can come back and do more. Yes, yes, indeed. Whew. All right, y'all. 